0: Welcome to Hot Drinks. Hi. It's uh, Brother Coffee.
1: Sister Twaint.
0: I feel like we should have like an intro. Like I feel like podcasts have like a clever thing they say. Like
1: a... uh, Like
0: hot drinks are for the belly. And blah, blah, (laughs) something, something.
1: Like uh, we have some friends, a married couple, they're life coaches and they do a podcast. And their little like, not buzzword, but their little... Their little
0: like intro or their their little catchphrase. Hook. Yeah.
1: Yeah, is... uh, Dump the overwhelm and live the happy. and live the happy. Yeah. and so then should... their intro music starts. Yeah. Nah, 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 yeah. nah, 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 we don't nah. have that. We don't have the na na. Nah. No. <laughs> no, nor do we have
0: an intro. So <laughs> this is this is it. This is the intro. How have you been, Sister Twain?
1: Um, fine. <laughs> I'm still unemployed. <laughs> um, and but I'm settling into it. Not like getting comfortable. Like, oh, I like being unemployed. I I could do this for. The rest of my life, I, I would rather be working and have the quality of life that I had. I would not. Before. Oh.
0: I mean, if I could have money and not work, I would 100% choose that.
1: Really? If you had to give up the quality of life that you have? Oh, no,
0: no, no. I mean, I want more money than I have now, <laughs> but not a job.
1: But no, I'm I'm saying if I had more money, oh, if okay. I had enough money to have the quality of life oh, then you would, and stay okay. home, of I course I I just thought I would.
0: you were like, oh, I love to work. Oh, I want no. to be creative and but, I want to be fulfilled.
1: But unlike...
0: I don't care about fulfillment.
1: I like... Uh, doing a job and doing it to the best of my ability and getting that paycheck and thinking i really worked for that okay yeah um but how have i been uh i'm fine
0: (laughs) (sighs) well i'm so glad i'm so glad we cleared that up um
1: how have you been
0: i've been okay you know depression's kicking a little hard this is a great intro Aren't you glad you listened You know, that's
1: our, that's our, uh, that's
0: our, that's our hook.
1: Our hook is we talk about our depression. (laughs) Yeah. Other
0: people are like, we're great. I'm great.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, no, I've been fine. I've been good.
1: Okay. Nothing new, nothing crazy. No, nothing new, nothing crazy. Except your kid was constipated for like three months.
0: Oh, he was. (laughs) And I had to doula those twins into the world. (laughs) I had to hold his hand and help him give birth to two beautiful baby boys. (laughs) Stop
1: it. Stop it. Stop it so disgusting
0: but we're fine now everything's good
1: god I hate that metaphor
0: yeah <laughs> so, well I mean it was very very similar I have to say those but, were at least six pound babies each but I mean, Just kidding, okay I okay
1: god okay god dear god <laughs> um now um <clears throat> um so one thing that um I did that I wonder if our readers might be interested in our gentle readers our gentle de- readers <laughs> or listeners. listeners listeners oh my gosh whatever oh my gosh I always do that um is that well you recently deleted your twitter which yes. is something you do often yes. and then you read Due to
0: depression right and, and then anxiety. you then
1: you come back because that's really
0: because I have an addiction your
1: main social media format yeah is where you that spend your Instagram, time yeah yeah um And you posted something about how, like, oh, I I deleted it again, (laughs) da 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 da. And so I created one for and in behalf of. Like a fake Twitter. Yes. Called Josh Kosh. Fuck.
0: I know. (laughs) I just, like, I could see it coming. (laughs) Like, I could just see it coming your that you were going to, like, say my name. Yeah. It's fine. Whatever.
1: Anyway.
0: Basically, you created a fake Twitter I with did. my photo. With your... And then you said a bunch of things that were, like, things, you. things that I would say. Yeah.
1: And and hilarious.
0: And it was hilarious and deeply hurtful and at did.
1: the same time.
0: <laughs> No, just kidding. It was not actually deeply hurtful, but it was me going, oh, wow. Like, oh. I'm, Ooh. I'm a real caricature of myself. Right. So, and because every one of them I read, I was like, wait, did I really write that? <laughs> anyway.
1: I'm really good at it.
0: So, um, last week, we <clears throat> did the five, what was it, the five?
1: Well, we started off with the five things that we wanted to couch people up on because it had been so long since we right. recorded. Right, right. And then we did... Our five things of 2018.
0: Okay. And we kind of like that top five format. Mm -hmm. And so we just feel like for a while, because we're still figuring out this whole podcast thing.
1: And who we are. And
0: who we are and what stories we're here to tell. So we felt like... We just felt like we liked that top five format. So we might do that for a few episodes. Top five various things. And what we landed on today, because our goal is always to continue to make this podcast something that I can't actually tell my friends and family about. Our topic today is the top five things that give us boners. Yep. I felt like that should be when the music starts. So we're going to take a little break. And when we come back... The top five things that give us boners. And we're back. Okay. I just like to jump in while you're still talking about something else. I love that. Okay, good. Because
1: I, I like to talk about dicks a lot and i it could be you, that's what you maybe are about. talking yeah, about yeah yeah
0: i also want to point out that we're both relatively sober tonight yes because it's a monday
1: um and that and uh, drinking has just been like wrecking me lately and i don't oh, know if it's really? because of my age or because of the pills that i'm taking that i got from mexico but... that you
0: found on the floor in a bathroom <laughs> you're like what is this pill mm, <laughs> I'm gonna pop that one
1: um but, but they're
0: not going well together
1: but whatever it is, I'm cutting back.
0: Okay, I support that.
1: Um, and maybe just drinking on the weekends. So far, what that has meant has been drinking every night.
0: Okay, good. Oh, yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> okay, good.
1: But so, yeah, we're pretty sober tonight. So, You're I know. You're sipping some absinthe.
0: I've already finished my absinthe.
1: Oh, Jesus.
0: Well, whatever. With
1: a dissolved sugar cube That's what it. you do with absinthe. And I'm having some Coke Zero with just a bloop of... Just a what? splash of vodka. <laughs> Just that was, a
0: splash. That was for our ASMR listeners. We
1: usually... A splash of vodka. We usually start uh, one beverage in right, and we're just sipping.
0: Like I kind of want to open a bottle of wine, don't do but that. it is nine forty eight. That's
1: night. so late for us.
0: I know it's late. Yeah. Okay. So okay. let's get into boners. Let's okay. get hard.
1: And so let's clarify that we'll be talking about things that give us boners, like metaphorically and literally. Right. Like I don't have a dick. I think it's okay for our listeners to know that. Right. Um,
0: and we're not judging anyone who has or who does not have a dick. <laughs> We welcome all. All whatever you've got in all your pants. Oh, whatever here. Whatever you've got down whatever there. Whatever the we're junk fine is in it. your
1: trunk. We, we want it. it.
0: We embrace it and support it. We
1: want We want it and we want to keep it.
0: We want to keep it? Uh,
1: just go with it. Okay, okay. Um anyways, <laughs> so, so one of
0: us has a dick, one of us does not. So, I do have a dick, right. just to be clear. But, so I actually get actual boners. Yes, you do. I do. They're the best. <laughs> they are the Bass.
1: Okay, so um, I was taking notes tonight while I was matching the socks that I haven't matched in about five years, and I had I had this list. <laughs> Of about fifty seven things. That give you a boner. But I'm glad because You're like, Oh, there's that other sock. Oh,
0: you know what else gives me a boner? (laughs) Scratch, scratch, scratch. Okay.
1: But it was good for me to write down a lot of things that I I, that give me boners in life.
0: Okay, good. I think it's a good good. Yeah. So this is this maybe this is a good New Year's practice for you, gentle listener. Mm. You know, maybe think about the things that give you physical and metaphorical boners.
1: Right. And, and one isn't necessarily greater than the other. No. Real boners are just as good as metaphorical boners.
0: It's true. And it's vice true. versa. So okay. let's jump right in. So okay. what's your first hard-on for?
1: <clears throat> Excuse me. My very first hard-on boner dick is for Sam Hewen.
0: Okay, I don't even know who that he
1: is. He is the ginger... Who plays brought, the lead? Plays the lead man in Outlander. Oh, okay. Which okay. we talked about last week. It's yes. too straight for you, too but we did agree me. that he is hot as fuck. He is fuck.
0: the hottest, hottest man living. God. possibly. And so
1: here's the thing.
0: So your lady boner is like
1: shabang. Oh my god. So so, but I want to say now this. I don't give my vajoners. <laughs> Away, willy nilly, okay?
0: okay, 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 So,
1: <clears throat> real quick, let me tell you, I started watching Outlander only last year after the urging of my sister. Like my sister, like our relationship really rides on the fact that you need, you need to, to start watch watching Outlander right. asap. Right, and I was, and I didn't want to because it's about love, and I right. have built up many walls. Love. Yeah. I've built up so many walls around my, my tender heart. Um, but
0: it's about time-traveling ginger love.
1: <laughs> which I kind of knew. So it's okay. But I didn't know it was going to be good. And I didn't know, Brother Coffee, that not only is Sam Heughan fucking beautiful, but he can act the shit out of that shit.
0: And he's in a show... I mean, no I mean, I have not seen a lot of the show, but he is in a show where which is about time travel and the Scottish Moors. Yes. Which, you know, would not seventeen hundreds. Which would not necessarily be where you would expect to be an amazing acting performance. It's a genre piece. Yeah. You know what I mean? You it could, could dial be a very it in. yeah.
1: And just like be really good at undulating on camera. And he he's
0: act he's delivering that acting. And still preserving those abs. I know, I know. How does he do How that? How do you do
1: both? How many sit-ups do you have to do? When does he have time for line and ratings? So, He's so, only doing sit-ups. Right. So the fact that he can do both says that uh, he is worthy of giving away a boner, too. He is worthy reading? of being one of the five that, of I, your lady that I whittled my list of 57 down to. So my first yeah.
0: boner yes. is actually kind of directed at a lady, which is... Shocking, I know. And she's a swimsuit model.
1: Oh, I was hoping it was Glenn Close.
0: No, her name's Christy Teigen. Oh, yeah. She, you know, she's a Twitter celebrity. Oh, she's
1: great on Twitter. But
0: but my boner is not specifically for her, but it is kind of for her because I'm obsessed with her. Yeah. She has two cookbooks. She has a line at Target. (laughs) I bought like half the line, even though I don't have the money for it. But what my actual boner for is in her second cookbook, there is a recipe called Sleepy Time Beef Stew with Cream Cheese Mashed Potatoes. What? I made it this week. I have been hard ever since.
1: Please tell me that you're supposed to make the cream cheese mashed potatoes and then like maybe scoop the stew on top. top. You do. Oh my you God. You do. <laughs> so you make
0: this delicious beef stew mm. that has braised beef. It has carrots that are tender. It has white beans in it. Who puts white beans in their stew? But it's
1: magical. Christy Teigen does. does. Christy Teigen does. And Teagan. then
0: you make, you cook up a bunch of red skin potatoes, which is kind of an interesting twist. Mm. You put an entire stick of butter and an
1: entire
0: oh. stick of cream cheese oh. in there. Oh. Mash that up. Scoop the cream cheese mashed potatoes into a dish. Spoon over some of that sleepy mm. time beef stew. Mm. And then you eat that. God. Just with your dick pointed straight to God so the it- whole time. <laughs> And the reason it's called (laughs) sleepy time, like literally the second you finish a bowl, you're like, oh, geez. Oh, God, I got to go take it. Yeah, well, I bet. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But in the best way, you got a warm belly. You got a heart on. <laughs> you want to just go take a nap. And
1: your your stomach's just like, okay, I got all this dairy to deal with. I got all those carbs it's and all this so, meat to deal with. It's, it's time so to go night night. And it's
0: one of those things. You know sometimes you make a good dinner and then like you take it for lunch to work the next day. Yeah, and yeah. you're like, oh, it's not as good today. Like you're just, you know, like I have eaten it now three days in a row. Mm-hmm. I still probably have two days worth in the fridge because, of course, none of my kids <laughs> would eat it when I made it. Um, and I can't wait. Christy, it's so good.
1: Christy Teigen was worthy of your first boner.
0: Oh my gosh. I love her so much. Yeah. She's so cute. She's so funny. Mm-hmm. Her husband's adorable. <clears throat> they have cute babies. She cooks delicious food. She's a Twitter beast. I know. She slays people on Twitter. Mm-hmm. She has a beautiful line of home goods at Target, I, including which, my favorite knife I've ever owned. Which... <laughs> so we won't even get into that.
1: Um, Really quick boner. before we go into transition. Yeah. Um... I'm sure. I I don't know if it was last year or the year before, but you followed that whole Twitter feed that she did about being on an airplane and they had to like land it. No, I don't think so. And I she did. was like, "Oh my gosh, who is Christy Teigen? Are we talking about the same person?" She's like a
0: swimsuit model. She hosts um she hosts Celebrity Lip Sync Battle on like right. Spike Right. She's TV. married
1: to what's his face?
0: John Legend. Yeah, okay. okay. So yeah. yeah.
1: So she and John Legend were on this plane, and and I wish I could tell you the time frame to go back and find it, but I bet I'll you could Google, Google it. it. Yeah. yeah. But they're on this plane, and they're, like, announcing that they, like, have to land the plane, that there's somebody on, and that she gets wind, that there's somebody on the plane that shouldn't be on the plane. And her whole, like, Twitter shit, all her tweets about it were so good. She's amazing. She's amazing, I love her so much. Okay. All
0: right. Happy boners. (laughs) We're back.
1: Oh, my God. That was exciting.
0: I poured a new drink. (laughs) Shit. Just a little toadstool over ice. (sighs) Toadstool is an herbal liqueur that's made here locally in Mm. the state that we live in, which we have not ever revealed, (laughs) I'm sure. All right.
1: Number two. So,
0: what is your second hard on all
1: about? My second hard on is spooky things. (laughs) I, why is that funny? Like, I am dead it's serious. Funny. I. It's
0: funny when you think of it being something that would give you a hard on. Oh,
1: oh. <laughs> like, that you're like, are there ghosts in this house?
0: Damn, I'm turned on. <laughs> I'm
1: just creaming all over. So, no, but listen, like...
0: <laughs> okay, go ahead.
1: Sometimes there are spooky things that aren't I even spooky necessarily things. spooky. But, like, I'm talking, like, <clears throat> maybe the clouds are really thick and heavy and dark gray right. over the mountains. Boing. Um. But I mean straight up spooky things like once I was in Seattle and we went into this underground museum and did this tour of Seattle underground because there was this thing with Seattle where there was this big fire or whatever and so they just covered it up and built a new Seattle on top. Oh, good, good, Did you know that? No, I didn't. Oh okay. And you can tour the still some of the still existing places cool, underground. Cool. Anyway There's uh,
0: dead people down there.
1: <laughs> but when you walk into the lobby, it it looks like a funeral home and I'm just like Put this energy in an IV and hook me up, baby. Okay. And it doesn't matter what time of year, although if it happened to be October. Right. We're talking like I. You're
0: hard for a whole month. I
1: mean, oh, I'm hard for a whole goddamn month. And that's a 31-day month.
0: You're kind of, I mean, here's the thing. You're kind of, I think, what's the word we use? like intuitive. Mm Mm-hmm have you ever studied like mediumship or delved into being a medium or anything like that? Um,
1: I've, you know, I play around with the idea, but I haven't delved into it seriously. Like I haven't like bought a notebook and downloaded some classes or anything right, right, like right. that. I've played with it and I have met with people who are or claim to be, et cetera. But, um, but it's the spooky shit. Like, um, I have been listening to the lore podcast. Oh yeah. I like. That. Oh my God. Yeah. And sometimes I have to take a break because that stuff just puts me in a really low, low
0: place. Here's what I'll say about lore. Okay. When he first started the podcast, he had some real good scary stories to tell. Mm-hmm. And then by, like, season three, he's like, today on lore, fire. <laughs> and you're like, no, fire's not scary. <laughs> I don't want to hear... Even if it's a scary story about, like, a building that burned no, down but or whatever. something like
1: spooky Close season encounters. one was
0: about the guy that kept the doll in his house did you listen to that <laughs> yes, one I'm sure I and like did. I'm lived sure. with the, the children yeah. and anyway. oh, yes. yes and then yes. season three was like today on lore <laughs> bees and I was like bees are not scary <laughs> in the same way
1: but like like and and, and I'm with you on this spooky, so spooky shit but, though oh I love it but there's also another word that I'm looking for um Shh. macabre not, yeah. now, not necessarily macabre but somewhere in between spooky and macabre like like um, it'll come to me, but not Do you right like now. it
0: year round or just in October?
1: So I appreciate it year round, but I don't like cultivating. Okay. It. Right.
0: Because I feel like on November 1st, I'm like, peace out. Like in October, I just, I listen to spooky podcasts. Right. I play scary music. Right. I watch scary movies. But like, if I add scary movies to like my next Netflix queue and then November 1st rolls around, I'm like, I'm never going to watch that scary movie. So no,
1: I think I'm the same way. Okay. But... Put me in a plantation home in the ninety-eight degree heat of Louisiana right. in July, Right. and there's some spooky goddamn vibes going on That's there. Real. And I am about it. That's real. Um, and so I'm not into gore. Sure, I can handle it. Usually, you're
0: less into gore, more into lore. But
1: I'm yes, thank you. That was good, right? But like, let me tell you, you
0: I like a T-shirt that says that.
1: Less into gore and more into lore. Yeah. And people will go, where's that from? <laughs>
0: and you'll be like, it's from a podcast right. called Hot Nights.
1: <laughs> but you like, can download
0: it on iTunes.
1: Like, spook houses these days are just people jumping out at you I and know. screaming. That's it, not the kind of spooky thing I'm talking about. I'm talking about take Disneyland ha- Haunted Mansion. Right. I'm all about it and just make it a little weirder. Right. And, oh, my God, like the endorphins.
0: Here's the thing about haunted houses when you become an adult yeah. Is it's a bunch of seventeen-year-olds, so yeah. you're like, no matter what, you're not scary, right? Like I used to go to haunted houses as a kid, like it was my job, <laughs> and I thought they were so amazing. And now, I mean, I just take my kids to like frightmares at Lagoon, so there are probably some that are better. But every time I go, I'm like, you're like a sixteen-year-old screaming at me, like yeah, I'm not scared of I you. I
1: know, and everyone, I have a mortgage, like a bitch. Okay. I've got a mortgage.
0: Yeah. I'm not scared.
1: So my goal and this just popped into my head it hasn't doesn't have anything to do with you know this item on my list necessarily but i do have a goal of when i have a little bit more money um and maybe a bigger place to do a haunted house oh i love it all uh sister twaint all uh sister twaint all uh spooky all Yeah. Often left field. We'll fuck those kids up. Yeah. Yeah. Just enough. No one's jumping out, even nope. screaming. It's just, just we're going to give are you. are
0: talking to a therapist when you leave.
1: We're going to give you some eerie energy that you will have to shower off for days. Yes. Okay. Yes. I like that. Okay.
0: So my second boner uh, is an actual uh, physical boner.
1: Oh.
0: Um, and it's, it's your for, dick. It's my dick. <laughs> and it's for Oscar Isaac.
1: Oh my god. I was just going to say he's the hottest
0: man okay. in Hollywood.
1: Before you jump in. Okay. I just watched annihilation. Have you seen I know that? I haven't even seen it. Okay, that. okay, okay. Go okay. ahead then. Go ahead. So,
0: if you don't know Oscar Isaac, he really came to fame when in his first big role was in the Nativity movie. Where he played, it really was. Oh my God. In some nativity movie that was like, that one that was like released mainstream anyway. Yeah. He played Joseph. Because of course he played the father of God. Yeah. (laughs) So that when we saw him, we could all yell, father of God, look at that man. (laughs) But when I really saw him first was in Ex Machina. Have you seen Ex Machina? I have. He plays a weird, crazy brainiac. Mm -hmm. He's psychopathic. His head is shaved. Mm -hmm. But he dances real fucking sexy. And if a guy can dance, like a a guy who's like a mediocre to ugly, if he can dance well, like I'm like taking my pants off. I'm just like I'm into it. I don't care. You're a little bit ugly, but I don't care because you can dance well. Right. So anyway, Oscar Isaac is beautiful Mm -hmm. and he can dance well. And he really shot into stardom as Poe Dameron in the Star Wars, the new Star Wars movies. Yes. He is the most handsome man on earth. Mm -hmm. I would would gladly do anything and everything he asked me to. I would like him to murder me and hide my body in a ditch. (laughs) Somewhere (laughs) I really don't have much more to say than that So we'll keep this segment short So yeah, But of all the Hollywood celebs He is the hottest one There
1: is something about those droopy eyes Those dark eyelashes I
0: suspect he's like 5 foot 4 So (gasps) that might not be But you know what I'm kind of into it I'm a big guy Like he can be a little pocket gay I'll be a big gay It's fine I mean he's not (laughs) gay But anyway Oscar Isaac
1: He studied acting at Juilliard
0: He gives me a boner
1: Okay cool
0: we're back ab, ab. oh hey hi we're back
1: so i thought of the word really quick okay the word in between spooky and macabre
0: was hard cock <laughs> was a boner oh no i'm sorry i'm thinking of something different <laughs>
1: um like occult occulty stuff okay. stuff of the occult um the occult, that's what you love yes it, it kind of covers a pretty big gambit Right. Doesn't it? Yeah. I don't even know what that word means. No, but well, but it used. feels well good. Used. It
0: feels good. Really feels good. good. Like a boner. Speaking of <laughs> speaking of things that feel good,
1: what's the third
0: thing that gives you a boner, okay. Sister Twain? <clears throat> the third
1: that thing that makes your
0: lady boner rise and salute you in the morning. So uh,
1: I know we're just doing one at a time, but I will just give you a heads up. My next two things actually have to do with um, men and dating. Okay. Um,. <clears throat> So, the third thing on my list is when a man surprises me, but not with a gift, not with chocolate flowers, anything like that. And not with a date, like, hey, baby, we're going to go to a movie or go to dinner, whatever. Right. But like, shows up on my doorstep unannounced.
0: Is he wearing pants? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm yeah. sorry. I was going down a different path. <laughs> Go ahead.
1: That is my favorite type really? of th- romantic gesture thing. Just
0: showing up unexpectedly.
1: Right. Like, hey, and I not, just was
0: thinking of you, and right. I just wanted to... And
1: not all the time, you. because sure, then it becomes then it, kind of fucked up. be
0: like, why are you fucking stopping me? Right,
1: her? right. But, like, one day, if I'm just at home in my living room listening to lore and knitting mm-hmm. and i get a knock on the door and i'm like oh am i am is i it expecting a, is it FedEx?
0: did i order something from the <laughs> oh, amazon.com right
1: what did did my teenager order something from uber eats again oh no i opened the door and it's it's the man and it's the man that i'm attracted to on. he's got pants on he doesn't have flowers he doesn't have chocolate he's just like
0: he doesn't have a shirt on
1: yeah <laughs> Jesus. Maybe in the
0: summertime. I mean, maybe it's the summertime it's and he doesn't just, have a shirt It's on. just
1: the showing up. Okay. It's just okay. the showing up. The I'm gonna surprise Sister Twain. I'm, uh, you know, I was in the neighborhood and I, I'm in the neighborhood and I.
0: And I just want to see. And you.
1: I really want to see. It and I, and he says that. And he says, I just was in the neighborhood and I thought I'm gonna go see Sister Twain. And uh,
0: can I tell you a secret? Yeah that strikes fear to my very core (laughs) to my very core someone just showing up unexpectedly terrifies me to no end like just you saying those words out loud makes me think I never want to date someone I never want to have a relationship because what if they show up unexpectedly strikes fear like a cold dagger of stone shoved through my heart that's what those words sound like to me
1: Wait, wait, wait. Okay. Cold, cold dagger of stone? Yes! Okay. All right. Now, I want to clarify. Okay. When this has happened to me before when I've been dating, it, it hasn't been the thing that I'm talking about. It'll be like the person shows up and they, they need my attention. They need my... Uh, they, they show up because they need...
0: You're bad. To,
1: no, no, no. They need to feel. Uh, <laughs> it's kind like, of oh, like, I really like this person, and uh, I don't know if they like me. Maybe I'll just show up at their house. Like, none of that.
0: Mm-hmm. Or, right. Or, this I is don't, someone you're in a relationship right. with.
1: Right. We're, we're, we're dating. It's understood. And it's like, he's not there because he wants to get something from me. He's there because he wanted to see my face.
0: Oh. See, like, on am Kiss paper, my mouth. On paper, it sounds so lovely. And
1: then it doesn't matter if he's like, and now I've got to run, but I really just wanted to see your face.
0: It sounds so lovely on paper. Right. But, you but wanna... in reality, I just think like the doorbell rings, I open it. It's someone that I went on to, that I'm like in a relationship yeah, with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd be like, what the fuck are you doing here? I'm What's like, wrong? What's yeah. happened? What? Are, what are we... But right. really, that's my issues. That's right. not your issues, I,
1: right? No, yeah, yeah, but yeah, we're really different in that way. But so, anyway. do you want to
0: know the third thing that yeah. gives me a boner? Yes, it's accurate representations of queer sexuality in media.
1: Uh, okay, so I'm so surprised. <laughs>
0: <laughs> here's here's let me let me explain. Okay, <clears throat> so <sighs> there are a lot when you're a straight kid growing up. There are a lot of depictions of straight sexuality in media. All kinds. So and everything from people holding hands, people kissing, people starting to have sex and then it cuts away, you know, in your little PG-13 movies, mm-hmm. or people actually having sex on camera. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and again, like, let us all stipulate that we know that, like, the kind of sex that you see in the movies is not actually what sex is life in real life or whatever. Right. But when you were a queer kid growing up, you never see depictions of sex, of queer sex in media whatsoever.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You, you either see nothing or you see porn. Like, those are the two extremes. Mm-hmm. And so we are finally just barely starting to, like, tiptoe into an age where we can talk about queer sex and sexuality in mainstream media in a normal way. So let me give you some examples. Okay. So a while ago... I mean this is gonna be this might sound like an extreme example, but a while ago, Teen Vogue published a article that was like your guide to anal sex. And of oh. course, like conservatives conservatives lost their minds. Of course. But it was like, you know, if you're a if you're a queer or if you're a oh. gay kid especially, yeah. like you don't they don't talk about anal sex in high school. No. You know what I mean? They don't talk about anal sex and sex ed. Yeah. Or Here's some other examples. So um, in the TV show How to Get Away with Murder, which I don't really watch a lot, but in the first season, there was kind of a depiction of rimming happening. Okay. Which is where someone licks someone else's butthole. Right. In case you're wondering. Duh. And then later girls did it and I was like, straight people, get yeah. out of rimming. This is not for you. <laughs> but anyway, just the a- the idea that like gay sex was being depicted on screen as something kind of normal and like, not weird and not freaky and not taboo yeah. was great. Yes. And the reason this came to my mind is I'm listening to an audiobook right now of a book called This Is Kind of an Epic Love Story. And I neglected to look at the name of the author. Mm. But what I love about this book, it's kind of a young adult book. It's like a young adult gay romance novel. Mm-hmm. But what I love about this book is there are <laughs> two or three characters in the book who are bisexual Mm -hmm. and it is literally never discussed that they are bisexual it's just you know that at one point this boy was dating this girl and now he's dating this boy but there's never a big conversation about it okay and then also in the book there is a pretty like descriptive uh section about these two these two high school sweethearts having sex for the first time Mm -hmm. and it is very accurate and it talks about like that it's kind of painful (laughs) and it talks about like what, you know, like it just is very clear and explicit and talks about what gay sex is actually like. Uh And it just, it makes me so happy because I just think like, like little queer kids growing up now can read that book and can have sort of some idea of like, this is what queer sex and sexuality looks like right so anyway and
1: it's not it's not sometimes when there's so little information right and something feels so unknown or unattainable or right. unreachable you attach something to it that maybe that's because it's wrong
0: right and right. because
1: we still live in that puritan right society right
0: and so i just think like You know, we started to get a little bit of queer media in the last five or ten years. And at first, like, everyone in queer media either was, like, killed in a hate crime or died of AIDS. Mm -hmm. Like, every movie about gay people was about gay people being beaten to death because Mm -hmm. they were gay. Mm -hmm. And now we're just starting to get queer stories where, like, queer things happen. Mm -hmm. And even then, like, you know, like, Love, Simon was a pretty big movie last year. Or Call Me By Me By Your Name was a pretty big movie last year. Both of those movies completely shied away from dealing with any ideas of sex or sexuality. They did. Like, like Love Simon, I mean Love Simon was a very kind of chaste high school love story, like whatever. But even Call Me by Your Name, which is a story that's pretty charged with sex and sexuality, yeah. always would cut away always. when it got to the moments of like queer sex. Yep. And I'm not saying that we need to see like anal penetration on, right. s- on screen. But like we need to like we need to level the playing field. And if we're going to show depictions of heterosexual sexuality on screen then we should show similar depictions of queer sexuality on screen Mm -hmm. and when shows or movies or books do that it gives me a lady boner
1: so i i see a possible correlation here with maybe the more the mainstream media embraces this the less Unless you will hate yourself.
0: Oh, I mean, possibly. That could be. Let's not get into my (laughs) psychological issues tonight. Let's just keep talking about boners. (laughs) And we are back.
1: Number four.
0: Number four. Number four for our big hard boners. Right.
1: Uh, Four boners is a lot in one night.
0: I mean, that's fine. Is it? I'm not mad about it.
1: I mean, don't you get, like... Does it start to hurt? If you have four boners? Are we...
0: Am I having a boner and then, like... And then, like, ejaculating and it's going away and then it's coming back four times
1: in one night? I think so. I mean,
0: what am I, 19? <laughs> no. That's not happening. All right. But, no, right. it does not start to hurt. Okay. Because here's the beauty of the boner. Oh. I didn't know we were going to have this conversation. <laughs> but it kind of ebbs and flows. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. I mean, you know that. Right. Like, having... Like, it's not necessarily just, like, <laughs> a rock-hard, like, Pointing flag up to God, yeah. For, for four hours.
1: Oh, okay.
0: You know, it can be, like, it'll get hard, and then it'll get soft, and then it'll get hard. And it's just kind of the joy of the boner.
1: The joy of the boner. The
0: joy
1: of the boner. By Brother Coffee.
0: All right, number uh, okay. four. What's your number four boner? My
1: number four, again, related to, to men, men and dating. Yes, yeah. Is Let's it... see
0: if this one strikes panic and terror into okay. my
1: heart. <laughs> I don't think it will okay but when a man that i'm into okay okay so it has to be a man that i'm attracted to i'm into okay um says that i'm intelligent
0: oh that's hot
1: it's like i could blink and and all my clothes come off all of a sudden right, right. all of a sudden i'm naked dripping down your legs. right yeah right says i'm intelligent uh and it's just like that is really all i ever need to hear
0: okay have you had a lot of men tell you you're intelligent? Or have you had a lot of men not tell you you're intelligent? Oh, no. So the ones that do kind of stand out more. Right. Because I think so, you're very intelligent.
1: Thank you. I am.
0: And I'm not <laughs> saying that to get your clothes off.
1: I know. I do not want to see that.
0: <laughs> I've gotten that in some group texts before, and I don't want to see it again. Um, Like, is this an uncommon occurrence is what I'm saying? And that's why it's particularly so, hard on inducing.
1: Let me... Say that it's uncommon for me to be really, really into a dude. Okay, fair. fair. I mean, really, not just like, yeah, I would do him, but like, there's an emotional connection. We make each other laugh. There is physical chemistry. um, And it doesn't matter if we've had sex or even gone on a date but if i'm into him on all of those levels and he just happens to tell me you know god i think you're really intelligent Sploosh. yeah it's, it's just, just like, like whoosh, whoosh. i will I'm, i rip out my iud right. <laughs> just put one finger up there <laughs> hook
0: that little string and yoink it right let's out. make
1: a baby <laughs> all right what's yours number four number four for me is a
0: show that's on netflix it's um i'm a little Johnny come lately to this okay because i feel like it was it got some buzz kind of mid 2018 but it's called salt fat acid, acid heat
1: i haven't Do you know this no, show? no 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 it, there's no there's
0: only four episodes oh. it's about food oh it's a documentary basically it's a chef she's iranian but she is sort of traveling the world to find the best uses of salt fat acid and heat because those are kind of the things that you need to make like a perfect so pretentious dish. it's so pretentious
1: <laughs> it is so
0: pretentious but in
1: your favorite way
0: my favorite way okay so the first episode is all about fat she's in italy and it's all about the prosciutto and the pork fat oh, and the, the olive oil yes. and the ricotta and all those oh, things the, ricotta. Sa- the, ricotta. Uh-huh. the second episode the, this is the best part of the second episode. She, this is how pretentious it is. She goes to meet a master soy sauce maker. Because she's in Japan and it's about salt. So she goes to meet a master soy sauce maker. He is one of the few people left in Japan who is making soy sauce the old traditional way. Aging it in these wooden barrels. Mm-hmm. He says there is one factory left in Japan that makes these soy sauce barrels. <gasps> he bought a barrel... Last year, to to put soy sauce into, to like ferment it and to mm-hmm. age it mm-hmm. it was the first order this factory had had placed since World War II. What. What? I don't know. I don't know how any of that <laughs> makes sense, but I immediately had a boner. I don't know how. Like, is there's a factory that's been there since World? When was World War II, Like 1943. Something. Like yeah. there have been people sitting in that factory for 60 years, just waiting. Like, well, no one's made an order for a while, and they're still getting paychecks. Like that's I didn't. I don't really understand how it happens. When he called, they were like, they were like, Mashihari Soto. Cousin, he needs. Cousin- He needs a barrel for his soy sauce factory. (laughs) That's how pretentious (laughs) it is. But it is the most, I mean, do you like food porn? Are you kind of into food porn? I don't mean porn where people like rub frosting Um, on their titties or whatever.
1: I I have to be careful because um, when I watch these types of shows, it makes me just want to eat and nothing else.
0: Right. Yeah. Right. So I love food-porny shows Uh um, like Chef's Table, like all of those on Netflix. And this is so food-porny. Okay. So food-porny. And so... Salt, fat, acid, heat. Delicious.
1: Salt, fat, acid, heat.
0: Yeah, just four episodes. Okay. So fat, salt, yeah. So they do one episode per flavor. God. And then she has a cookbook. Amazing. Anyway, I'm hard just talking about it. Okay. I'm sorry. It's a little
1: awkward. (laughs)
0: Boner number five.
1: Five boners. That's exhausting.
0: That's a lot of boners for one (laughs) night. But we've got the fifth thing that makes us hard. Hard like a rock. I just want to keep... Just... Oh. I just want to make a lot of, like, co- hard cock, metaf- like, yeah. descriptive words. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I just feel like I just am imagining people that I know listen to the podcast listening to me describe a boner in his specific details. And I just think, <laughs> that's awkward. I'm not going to do that. I
1: mean, but here's the you, thing. We can
0: all picture it. Let's, we all know what a big rock hard cock but, but looks but like. we got
1: to be authentic, Brother Coffee. <laughs> Do we? Sister Twain. Boners can get so hard.
0: I know, right? God!
1: Hell, oh, God. it makes me mad in a great, good way.
0: I know. I'm sorry, ladies. No boners. <laughs> sorry, lady Well, boners. we get to
1: have them in us.
0: Oh, well, fair. Yeah. Fair. We
1: have a nice, warm, moist area for it.
0: <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. So what's the fifth Actually, thing? a
1: couple. Um, and not our assholes, because it's not warm in there. Okay.
0: Wait. Uh, it's not warm in the asshole? No, it's cold. <laughs> Let's not have this conversation. Okay. What's Number the five. fifth thing that so, makes you hard? I
1: want to say that it was hard to whittle this list down. Like I said, I had 57 things.
0: It was hard like a boner to I, whittle this list down. <laughs> it was
1: so hard and, ooh, and big and thick and, and to whittle it down. But I like. I crossed off Cajun food. I crossed off um, uh, What did, uh, uh, something else really cute. Um, lots of cute things I cross off, like snow. I love snow. Um, But the, the one that I kept for my number five, for better or worse, and I think it's for better, is when someone that I know a little bit better than casually, but I'm not super close to, but, like, there's a substantial relationship, friendship, who's, who's, as far as I know, a practicing, believing Mormon. <laughs> okay, I don't know and where then, we're going. And then I hear that something happened, and they were just like, well, that's it. I'm done. and, and it rock hard. And it doesn't, and of course, it doesn't happen out of the blue. But when I find out about it out right, of the blue, like, right. I find out, like, like... Jennifer, just to throw a name out there, <laughs> Jennifer? No way. I never thought she'd leave. And then they say, yeah, she left because of so-and-so's talk at the last general conference. And that's usually what it is. Right, right, right. It's yeah. usually one of right. those hateful, hateful talks. And I'm just like, fuck yes.
0: And you start singing... Hold to, to the, the rod, rod, the, the iron
1: hard rod. rod. But
0: instead of the word of God, you're talking about your big hard cock.
1: Right, mine. The yeah. one I have on my body. Yeah. Um, no, it gets me so excited. Um, like, and a lot of times it's those people who's like, I really do have a testimony of the church. But I have an issue with how the church is about the gays. and I, and But they keep going. And right. I'm like doing They're the like, whole like like, um, fist under my chin going, mm-hmm, tell me more, mm-hmm. tell me more. And then I hear they are just ready to peace out because of right. something Elder Oaks or Nelson or who the fuck ever. Um, you know, there's some dead ones who had some doozies, but, uh, <laughs> you know, they say something and then they go, God, I just, I just can't do it anymore. And That's, you are
0: immediately hard. Oh
1: yes! So hard. And I'm ready to drink with them and have threesomes with them and right, stuff right, like that. Yeah.
0: Right. Excellent. Yeah. I like that. Okay. So my uh number five boner is my morning coffee. I just wanted a long pause there. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that was one that didn't make the cut. On I my...
0: really yeah. okay. I love nothing more mm-hmm. than my morning morning cup of coffee. Mm. I literally wake up. At least 30 to 40 minutes before I actually have to start getting ready uh, so that I can come downstairs, uh-huh. make a cup of coffee, go back up and sit in my bed uh-huh. and sip that coffee. Uh-huh. And sometimes I read Twitter, uh-huh. although I've deleted it because I'm <laughs> scared of people. Sometimes I just read news. Sometimes I read a book. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I do a meditation, mm. but I just sip that coffee uh-huh. in, my, in my nice warm bed. Right. I pull my comforter up over my feet and it's heavy and it's warm and I sip that coffee It is the best, the best thing on earth.
1: Brother Coffee, that is some hardcore self-care. Thank you. That is some goddamn amazing self-care that you're doing.
0: And for so many years of my life, I did not have that. It makes me sad. I know. So here's, I'm going to segue this into like a goal for 2019. Oh, okay. So right now my morning coffee, I use a Keurig. I know. (laughs) I just, it's convenient. (laughs) I push the power button. I put my cup underneath. Mm-hmm. I've got coffee in like three minutes, mm-hmm. and I buy I buy an online brand that I think is actually really good. It's called Taste.
1: Okay.
0: Um, and it comes in biodegradable cups.
1: Beautiful.
0: So I, you know, so I feel like at least that. Okay. But I'm sure it is not the greatest coffee known to man. Because don't you do a pour over in the morning?
1: I do a pour over of something that's only locally roasted.
0: I over. do a reach around in the morning, but not a pour over. <laughs> Just kidding. I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I just think pour-over is a funny word. Anyway, so one of my goals for 2019 uh-huh. is to upgrade
1: okay.
0: away from the Keurig oh. into something like a pour-over. Because sometimes, like, on the weekend I'll do a French press Okay, when I know I'm going to have a couple of cups of coffee. Right. Yeah. But I don't need to do a French press every day. I mean, I guess I could do a French press and make, like, less coffee in it. Yeah, but... but like, when I only know I need one cup.
1: Yeah. So... And so the French press thing... it. it it, you would the people who want to do the french press every day are the ones who really have a palate for the difference between a French pressed coffee right and anything that goes through any type of filter right it 's totally different
0: is it see i don 't even know that yeah, so there okay. are these
1: natural oils in your coffee beans that you lose a lot of when you 're doing a, a coffee filter. through filter yeah. um, when you do the French press, you get all those oils, and it makes it more robust and sometimes a tad bitter, which a lot of people are into yeah i 'm not into bitter coffee, um, but if the roast is fresh and i mean freshly roasted um i can handle a french press okay the end
0: so we're gonna have to talk offline about your pour over routine okay because i just feel like i'm and i know we've talked about it before but i just feel like i'm working towards that i love the convenience of my keurig yeah but, like, I know it's not environmentally great. I know it's not the best coffee. Just... I feel like there's... I, I, I hate anything in my life that's single-use, like, things that I use and then throw away. Right, right, right. And the Keurig is obviously a lot of things that right. are single-use. So I would I, love to move to something that is less wasteful.
1: I want to give you permission to enjoy the journey. And when you arrive at your next coffee... Coffee destination. ...destination <laughs> process thing it will be the times that the universe meant for you. Oh, two. I love
0: that. That's beautiful. I love <laughs> that. We'll be right back. Yes. You just drink a plane? I, I accidentally started recording, but I'm just going to go with it. Oh,
1: I just drink a plane. She
0: drinks Bailey's plane. We were talking
1: about how Bailey's didn't make the cut either. And he was like, Bailey's? Just just Bailey's? I'm like, yeah, just room temperature? I don't temperature. know if I've
0: ever had Bailey's plane. I always have it like in
1: coffee. Open it up. Put the bottle in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you've heard of Old Greg, right? No. Oh, God. So there's these, it's probably maybe the early to mid-2000s. Um, this comedy group, British comedy group, did this sketch called Old Greg. And about, it's about this man who lives under the sea and has a mangina. <laughs> and he catches this guy fishing in his waters.
0: In his mangina?
1: No. in okay. In his, where he his lives. His literal waters. His literal not waters. Not his
0: figurative waters. And
1: there's so much talk in the sketch about Bailey's.
0: Interesting.
1: Yeah. He shows him uh, his, the artwork that he's made about Bailey's. Okay. And one of the pieces of art is just all beige. <laughs> and he's like, this is the closest you can get to Bailey's without getting wet. <laughs> You should All right, watch I'm old Google Greg. That.
0: I'm going to Google that. Oh,
1: Greg. I think there's two G's on the end. Okay. Anyway, um, so to wrap up.
0: <laughs> so to wrap up. <laughs> um, Just some lovely <laughs> things that have given us boners. Or that continue to give us boners. Yeah. Or that we're going to jerk off to later I tonight. I Oh, God.
1: Yes. I um, can
0: literally never tell anyone I know about this podcast.
1: <laughs> you know, my literal. 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 Libido, say that ten times. Literal, times. Libido. literal libido, literal libido. That's literal like when libido. you're. A, that's libido. like when
0: you're a theater major and they're like you're getting ready for the show right. and they're like they're like a cup of proper coffee and a proper coffee cup. Literal libido, literal libido, literal libido. It's Which, like one of the vocal warmups yes, that you do. Yes.
1: Um, Good
0: blood, bad blood. Good blood, bad blood. Good blood, bad blood. Literal libido, uh, literal libido. Oh
1: my god! I'm so glad I don't do those anymore. But, um, my literal libido has been. Um, uh, dormant which Same. is very odd for me not odd for me at all right I know <laughs> very odd for me and I'm just accepting it and sitting with it I don't need to force having sexual desire for what casual sex because that's all it would be right now right. I'm not in a relationship and I'm not right. dating a soul right. and, and that's by choice because in the past when I've been dating it's because I've been pursuant Okay, um, but I don't know why this is our wrap up. I don't know. Okay, I don't but, know either. but I think because we're but talking my about my libido, and literal libido. Um,
0: my libido is as robust as ever. Oh, but um, but then, but if I have to involve another person. Then it immediately shuts down, the,
1: and it's like it goes inside of you. It
0: does. It, it just it, folds up inside, like,
1: like the Wicked Witch of the East, like the legs,
0: just rolling right up inside. <laughs> I'm like, oh, another person with this libido? Hell no, hell no, because that would involve human contact, and
1: then you become a kendall. And
0: human contact terrifies me. <laughs> so, but otherwise, my libido's great. Thank you for asking. Uh, oh, Thank you for good. asking. So um, I think it
1: was good to have an episode about boners and and because it now brings to our attention where our actual sexual health is and we can address that now.
0: Uh, oh is that is Perhaps that ne- on the next episode? Is that next episode addressing our no, sexual health? No. So if you have enjoyed this episode please feel free to email us okay. if you've invo- enjoyed this format. Mm-hmm. With the five we, top yes, five, we would like See, to know. Feel, do you check this email ever?
1: I'm going to. Okay,
0: what is it? Will you tell? <laughs> it the, is. Will you tell the gentle listeners what it what the email is?
1: It is hot drinks for the belly
0: at gmail.com. at gmail.com. So send us an email. Let uh-huh. us know. Feel free to rate us on iTunes. Can you imagine? Oh my god! If I you thought you said rape. Oh my god. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ!
1: Uh-huh. Feel free
0: to rate us on right. iTunes. Uh huh. Please. Um, or subscribe.
1: We have a goal to be in the top 10 podcasts of 2019. Do we? Is that one of our goals? Yes. Don't.
0: Also, we, um, if, you, if you listen to this using the Anchor app, you can leave us a voicemail. There's like a feature on the app where <gasps> you can leave us a voicemail. Like a
1: voice note?
0: Yeah. Like a little a note. Voice message? So if you So if you want to leave a voicemail, maybe we'll play it on a future podcast. Let's
1: do it. I mean, yeah, you guys should do it.
0: You guys should do it. <laughs> Let us know what you think about boners. Uh-huh. Let us know what you think about this format. Tell
1: us what some of your boners are. Tell
0: us what gives you a hard-on.
1: Like a hard on.
0: Just like a big old rock hard cock.
1: Oh, fuck. <laughs> anyway. Oh, I don't know why I just pictured a dick going in my eye. I
0: know. You're just. <laughs> both of us are super horny now. We've had a lot of talk about boners. So I gotta anyway, go home. I gotta this go home. is uh, Brother Coffee. This
1: is Latter day Twain.
0: We should have like a sign off also that's like the, signing off with the, the such and such and the something. Yeah, we and have a don't quote. Don't
1: forget, we're depressed. Yeah, don't
0: forget, we're <laughs> depressed.
1: <laughs>